how can we you best describe the, the treatment of the African peace mission by the Polish government in Poland? Look, we think it was an intimidation tactic, a show of power, and a show of influence by the United States of America as well as NATO to show us that there can be ill-treatment or consequences for South Africa's continued non-aligned stance with regards to the conflict between Ukraine and Russia. So for us, it was a form of a Cold War antic, where those who are not going to declare openly that they are going to be part and parcel of the waging of a war against Russia are going to be isolated by any nation that is associated with the United States of America or NATO, which is why we saw media freedom being undermined while uh, when journalists were being kept for almost three days on a plane. And uh, uh, it's clear now that uh, we're in a situation where uh, nations are being used as proxies to further the interests of the United States and NATO. And that is why the South African peace mission in particular, we suspect, was treated the way it was treated. Mm. Now you're calling for the government to downgrade the Polish embassy in the country. Uh, what would be the main aim of such a decision? And have you factored the possible f- impact that this might have on our bilateral relations between Poland and South Africa, given the fact that uh, the precise details on the matter still remain unknown? Look, the relationship between Poland and South Africa seems to already be strained, and that is because of our continued incarceration of Yanis Wallis, well, the continued incarceration of Yanis Wallis over the years for, his, for the murder of Krisan. So our relationship with Poland has always been strained because they were insistent on us releasing a right-wing killer who put the South African nation in the brink of civil war on the eve of the first democratic elections. And for them to continue to act in this manner shows that it's a form of retaliation on their side for that, is what they believe is an unjust keeping of an assassin in our prisons, but also shows that they are a proxy of those who want to strong-arm South Africa into a particular position regarding the conflict between Ukraine and Russia. So there has to be a firm stance by South Africa, a stance that is decisive for once on international policy, because we're being treated like this even though we're calling only for peace. So it is clear that we need to be much firmer and show that we won't take this line down. Now, the Democratic Alliance says that it will be submitting urgent parliamentary questions to determine the full cost of the president's Ukraine and Russia trip. Will you, as the EFF, support the Democratic uh, Alliance's initiative, or do you have plans of your own in this respect to ascertain how much the trip actually costed? Look, our interest is not only in how much the trip only costed, but what exactly was in the cargo of the 120 security personnel that the personnel do not want to show to Polish officials. So we must be able to make a distinction between the human rights violations of detaining people for three days on an aircraft, but also the suspicious activity around the cargo that was being carried by an excessive number of security personnel, unnecessary number, almost 120 people. And the fact that one Wally Roder, who is central to the current Palapala farm scandal of Sazamaposa, was a somewhat of a spokesperson of refusing to show what cargo was there, while he is known to have been part and parcel of alleged money laundering and bribery, extortion, kidnapping, and torture of suspects who stole money at Palapala Farm, must raise the suspicions of all South Africans. So we are interested in what is the role of Wally Road in the suspicious activity regarding the cargo that was there. Why did they bring so much security personnel? And uh, why did they refuse so adamantly to show what was in the cargo? Was it arms? Was it money? What was the purpose of so much being brought? 
because uh, it's suspicious to us. It's not something that also that things should be concerned about. But one would assume that it is security personnel and therefore weapons should be on board. Look, weapons may be on board, but uh, the, to say that they are kept in crates, which is what is alleged, seems like an excessive number. The number of the security personnel on its own was excessive. There's no logic to having 120 personnel security detail to visit on a peace mission. I think it's quite ironic and doesn't hold well for what we sought to achieve there. Why would you bring so many armed people to a place that is currently in conflict, sensitive, and you came to present an image of seeking peace? So it's excessive, it's paranoid, and it's suspicious. And uh, we want to understand what was the logic around the expenditure around so many people and what was the logic around keeping so much cargo of either weaponry or whatever else we might not know.